the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. single Get dog. dog. That's probably our listeners at the moment. I nearly said listenership. <laughs> That's not a word. G'day everyone. Did you just bark? Okay. <laughs> we should start again, but we never do. I'm Sonny Munn, you're Mason Turnay, and this is the Maybe Daily. How are you, Maso? Baby, I'm doing good. Don't you worry oh, about that, baby. baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, you little infant. Oh, you little, you little infant paws. Infant paws. Yeah, dog. With your size zero. Size zero is so weird. You ever get baby clothes? I'm like, give them one. Give them one. It really is. Size zero. At what age do you stop? I'm going straight into an Ask Mace. Could you please all stand for the segment we call Ask Mace? Move your tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there. What's the matter with you? I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. At what age do you stop buying their size in their age? Because it's like, oh, she's two, turning three in a month or two, so I start getting size three. Am I going to be rocking up and going, happy 16th, here's size 16? Like, you don't grow exponentially. Yeah, great question. It reminds me of a guy. I just ordered a guy boots at work in construction, and he got, he's a little fella. Yeah. Size five men's. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make five. them in size five? They make them. They make them from hand, wow. I reckon. Jeez. How's the tan on that Oompa Loompa? <laughs> Even goes, I go, he goes size five, and I go... Size five. He goes, yeah, and I know I'll be waiting a few months for him. Because <laughs> they have to come from who knows where, from Oompa Loompa Land or <laughs> the Yellow Brick Road. I just have a picture of him sat there in the interview with his feet dangling like like a marionette. Uh, not much to tell you. I'm five years old and I take a size five. Make sure it's men's. Ask Mace. Move your tail. Move your tail. You look like a girl out there. What's the matter with you? Like a Kentucky fried idiot. We are sponsored by au. as always. Good people. I thought this was the conversation pod, not the maybe. We'll get into why today could be weird, but we'll get into that uh, like it's different than any other week. We're also sponsored by Mikel Arteta's Artichoke, the art of choking. See what he did there. See what he did there. Oh, he's assaulting <laughs> us and peppering us, but it's a time for peas. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Otherwise, someone in Belgium will have time to... I'm trying to get a Brussels sprouting for peas. Couldn't do I it. Couldn't see what's Couldn't that. do it. I went to the vault. I went to the vault. I would have got it. You burn time in the vault. All right, let us pray, mate. 
let yeah, us pray that it. this isn't the worst hour of everyone's life because I've got a feeling it's going to be for anyone <laughs> stupid enough to still be listening. Sorry to abuse you. You're not stupid. You're a moron. Let us pray that we don't collapse from spice-induced blindness or will become relevant shortly. And let us pray that it isn't another 273 days between W's for Granddaddy Sheen. Sheezy, baby. <laughs> In the name of... In the name of... Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, feel free to join in. <laughs> Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. Faces out. John, John Daly. Daly. Smoke him if you got him. And Ken, Ken Griffey, Griffey Jr. Jr. Oh, pretty retro names there, mate. Very pretty retro. retro. Names. Interesting. Me and my mate, friend of the pod, Shieldsy, used to play oh, yeah. Ken Griffey baseball on Nintendo 64. Okay. We were playing and hitting homers nonstop, and we like, this game's great. And then we both worked out, without telling each other, how you can slide the pitch after you throw it so you could never hit it. And it oh. took about 30 minutes until we both looked at each other and went, okay, this game sucks now, because we know exactly you know, there's always that moment, too, where you do it and go, all right, we just won't use that. We just won't use it. And then about two minutes later, you do, oh, I didn't. I, I've just, no, nah, I didn't do it. Swears, I swears, I swears. I swears, plurals, plurals. <laughs> okay, now. Play ball. Mate, a week's a long time in life, oh, boy howdy, and it is an eternity in sport. How's your week, yeah. man? Got in a fight with two Koreans at Bunnings. Did not see that coming. <laughs> so specific. Tell me everything. So specific. Well. North or south? Well. <laughs> Which section of Bunnings? And was it over a sausage? I need I to know. I reckon they were southwest. Southwest Koreans. Southwest South Korea. Oh, yeah. Underrated. <laughs> They're scary. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to do some handiwork around the apartment, mate. You wouldn't believe it. I thought you were about to spit that whiskey out as you drank it. I but thought I you said handies. <laughs> well, I went to Bunnings to, you know, learn the ropes. Sure. Get some wood and just... <laughs> you went for the snag, mate. Come the... on. <laughs> I actually went up to the counter and said, I need wood. And like she's like, timber? And I'm like, yeah, I need yeah. timber. She's like, uh, we got a live one here. Mate, I learned that very early. I had a boss in England who used Ooh. to say, wood is what you chuck on the fire. This is timber. That's right. He That's also right. used to say that he was a shocking human. He also used to say <laughs> that if you had a daughter, it was a silver medal. Uh, and, oh, and it meant and it meant that you didn't root your missus properly. That's why you didn't have a boy. And then <laughs> I called him mate once. I called him mate. And he said, I'm not your mate. Mates fuck each other. Oh, my God. He got one bit right. I'm not your mate. <laughs> now, give me Maybe that wood. Maybe he was wood. on the counter. Was he Southwest Korean? He might have been. It's the type of blokes I was dealing with. Well, so what happened? I ordered the timber. So I went yeah. there and she goes, Look, the timber guys are sick, but it's 10 to 11 and the new guy comes in at 11. Right. So I'm standing there to 11.45. And I am. That's on you irate. now. That's on you now. You've got to. That's move on it, mate. me. But she has the gall at eleven forty to look over and go. Oh, are you still waiting? Yeah, I am. I am still waiting. <laughs> I am still waiting here for the timber guy. 
the wood. I need it. <laughs> so he finally, slowly, I fucking watched him the whole way from the back of Bunnings to me, not giving two fucks. Just shuffled in in his size five men. <laughs> so he finally gets to me and says, do you need yeah. some timber? And I say, yes, I do, mate. Yes, I do. Yeah. How'd you guess? And that's how he... Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm the timber guy you've been waiting for for 45 minutes. You want some timber? Oh, mate, you should quit this gig and get into clairvoyancy. Mate, the (laughs) the classic, as I'm talking to him, two two Koreans, classic. Yeah, always two Koreans coming up. Korean line cutters. Classic Korean Korean line cutter. (laughs) KLC. Uh, Close. (laughs) Don't have classics with a K, but that's all right. Classic dyslexic mace. (laughs) CLK will do, but that's all right, mate. Sounds like a bad fragrance. Bunnings, CLK. Classic (laughs) line Korean. No, I fucked it. Shit. <laughs> CLKC. Damn it. It's going to be the longest hour and a half of everyone's life. Oh, it's going to be brutal. So they just cut in and start talking about timber to him. And I just go, hey, what are you doing? And they're just like, <laughs> I, go, I was just livid. I go, what are you doing? And they're like, well, I thought they go, I thought you were finished with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what I like to do is stand here in silence for 50 minutes, <laughs> then leave. Right. I was finished with him. I, I said, haven't started I your trip. haven't even got fucking started, boys. Oh, you're wrong, Yang. Pyong Yang. <laughs> Cutting that. So my- <laughs> 100%. If I'm cutting half of your Corumbo <laughs> shit from last week, I've got to cut that. So I got my timber in the end. <laughs> oh, did they back off or not? They did. They went, oh, sorry, I thought you were done. And it's just... Oh, like, yeah. Nah, pretty obviously done. I'm talking to him like, like oh, so I need the... And he, they just come in. Oh, can I get... Uh, some... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Jesus! You wouldn't want to run into them at like a brothel or something, would you? <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought you thrusting away was a sign that you were done. No. Well, actually, <laughs> now I'm done. But yeah, still. I just ate a grape and I shizzed in my pants. How you been? I'm all right, mate. Uh, the reason I sort of flagged that this is going to be all over the shop, people will be surprised to know that any work or research goes into this, and they definitely will realise that after today, there has been in the past, I'm solo dadding, and it's only been about 30 hours. I've got my daughter for 15 nights. Hashtag girl dads. Hashtag girl dads, uh, it's not trendy and action is needed. Yeah, I'm battling, mate. You know, I've just given up the house. The house is a war zone. You can do whatever you want, Dale. Yeah. Run them up because like, I cleaned the joint head to yeah. toe and I turned the corner and it's filthier than when it began. So I'm like, fucking have at it, whatever. So yeah, yeah. If, you hear, um, if you hear any kerfuffle in the background here, listeners, it means Bluey's not doing its job. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, funk it down for Sonny Mon's main headline. Give me that funk. You gotta have Sonny Mon. 
We're kicking off with competitive eating. And I want to introduce you to some heroes because yesterday was the second biggest regret of my life, I reckon, not sticking this thing out. Let's face it, those Bill Cosby tattoos have not aged well. No, so I'm down the road and there was a Victorian chili eating competition. Love it. Love it. So Big fan. Friends of the pod, Levo and Simo, are in there and I'm with my daughter and... Uh, the whole way I'm selling it to her, going, we're going to go to the pub instead of the park because there's going to be silly chilies. Guys are going to eat these chilies. It's going to be really funny, blah, blah, blah. Go in there and it's rammed, packed. And I get a bit too claustrophobic and it's hard to get chips. So I say, we'll go, we'll duck up the road, get some hot chips, come back for the main event. By the time we get back, it's jammed. Sardines, wow. you can't get in there, right? Wow. And just quickly, she's still not over it. She's like, no, nah, I don't want to go to the park. I want silly chilies. And I was like, fuck, I do too. Yeah. But it was like yeah. it was like state of origin miracle try for half an hour when I was looking in. It was heaving. So I want to introduce you to a forty-year-old refrigeration mechanic from Reservoir called Greg Barlow. Now Greg Barlow, Greg. mate, he's already got a nickname. We don't have to give him one. Iron guts. Fucking iron. <laughs> yeah, iron guts. Entered the chili eating competition two years ago. He's, he doesn't even eat hot food or spicy food or chilies. His mates who eat right. wings say, hey, you should enter this. You're normally pretty good on the wings. Right. He entered two years ago and did it on his ear. Won it with ease. Easy. And everyone was really stunned. He goes, what's the big deal? And they're like, well, you just beat the Australian and New Zealand chili eating champions and you haven't broken a sweat. So this wow. year, he went to enter it and the guys running it said, look, we're really sorry, man, but it's kind of will ruin the vibe if you enter it. You're too good. Oh, come on. I know, but they had a point because people were losing their shit physically. Wow. This guy's the goat. Chili goat. He's unbelievable. So he's the Jordan of chili. Yeah. Big MJ of chili, right? <laughs> Do you want to sign up? You have to have a, a tablespoon of five chili Tabasco sauce with like the five hottest chilies <laughs> they've got. And if you survive that, you're allowed to enter the comp, right? Okay. So... It's then after each round, the chilies get hotter and people get eliminated. There are rules. The rules are no standing. Yeah, that's a good rule. No beer, no water, no milk. Great. No vomiting. Oh. You must chew for at least 10 seconds. So you can't just do it like a duck and swallow it. Oh, no napkins. Can't. No napkins is an interesting no one. No napkins. And when you see these guys eat, you realize why. Because the oh, entertainment when their face erupts, oh, snot, spew, face, <laughs> everything. So anyway, Iron Guts turns around to the uh, competition runners. Mad name. Yeah. Yep. No need to work on the nickname. Iron Guts goes, all right, let me enter. Yeah. But halfway through, I'll have a crack at a world record. Oh, my God. Iron Guts Barlow created a new world record yesterday. He ate 51 Carolina Reapers in 10 minutes. A Carolina Reaper, for anyone wondering out at home. Sounds hot. A uh, Carolina Reaper <laughs> sounds like the Undertaker's finishing move in your mouth. <laughs> it, it is, get this for maths, I don't know how to work this out. Right. 2.2 million times hotter than the hottest chili you can get at the shops. It's the hottest chili on the planet. What? What? He ate over 50 of them in 10 minutes. 2.2 million what? Hotter. So something's hot and then you get something twice as hot. Yeah. Times it by 2.2 million. Holy shit. Does he have a tongue? He does. What's the However. <laughs> he does. It's like you had to answer it. You had to answer it. <laughs> no, he's tongueless. 
got your tongue? No, a Carolina Reaper does. Can I just clarify on Google? Yes, he does have a tongue. He does. And in the tongueless department, winning it yet again is Greg Barlow. Greg Barlow, a.k.a. Iron Guts, quote, Your nose starts to drip and it feels like lava dripping down your face. But you can't wipe it because then you're just wiping lava across your face. <laughs> Wait for it. They said he attempted to drink the milk. Lava. He goes, nah. I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't even have milk oh, or cheese or anything. What a legend. What a legend. It takes him over three days to be able to kiss his wife or daughter again. Hashtag girl oh dad. Oh, my God. And the toll on his body is so intense, his sweat reeks of chili for a week afterwards. <laughs> mate, this event. So I thought this the boys were so joking. Mint. I thought they were joking. They're like, mate, it's going to be full on. Get there. We couldn't get yeah. back in. Spewing. There's paramedics there. There's an alleyway behind oh this pub, Brunswick East, and there is paramedics lined up. They have to sign a, a waiver before going in, and there's possible side effects. And one of them, by the way, if this side effect is on there, don't worry about writing the rest. Death. <laughs> Literally have to sign your, wa- your life effect. away. Yeah. A side effect. Any side effects? Oh, headache, <laughs> nausea, no pulse. <laughs> Okay, no worries. Jeez, so, do they have him up on stage like a poet? Yeah, like, it's all, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. And you're just you're Mate, basically just staring at him. Every bodily fluid is coming out of every orifice you can. Shit comes out of their eyeballs. Speaking of eyeballs, a few years ago in an, in an earlier competition, it's been going at this pub for five years. One of the competitors was concentrating so hard to try and beat his rival in the final, he burst the capillaries in his eyeballs. Oh yeah. That, Other contestants have temporarily lost their hearing. Cheers. <laughs> that's a bit spicy. Any issues? Huh? Okay, this guy's in that spot. Oh, How hot is that when you're having a curry and it's like, mate, you want any water? What? Oh, shit. That is hot. So hot right now. So I've got a quote from one of the paramedics. What a quote from the paramedics. Yeah, They're sifting. They're journalists sifting. Because I, I couldn't it. get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's a fucking paramedic right there. He goes, mate, it's mayhem. The whole street gets covered in vomit. Oh, I love it. Direct quote. I'm a huge fan of eating so, contests. As much yeah. as we love Iron Guts, <laughs> our biggest hero is Richie Stalls. And we're pretty sure Richie Stalls Stallsy. was on LSD. <laughs> He went through a lot of waves of emotion. And I had to, because I couldn't get in there, I had to get this from the horse's mouth. Good friends of the pod, Levo and Taco Boy, were telling me that Stallsy, yep. I've got some quotes from Stallsy from the boys. <laughs> Man, I went to another place after the two Carolina Reapers at the start. Two. Iron Guts had 50 odd halfway through the comp. I went to another place after the two Carolina Reapers at the start. So hot, so straight away. Stallsy continues. My mouth is absolutely burning. It's like pouring acid in my mouth, man. Sulfuric acid. Yeah, we know. You're on the LSD. We get it, mate. We get it. As this little caveat. But there's a lot of flavour too. Oh, you're good. (laughs) Fucking hell. Four stars. I'll be back. (laughs) Oh, Stallsy. I've got a direct quote from our men on the inside. Yeah. There's wild card entrance, so you can just rock up if you're pissed and stupid enough and want to put yourself through hell for the amusement of other people. And these two blokes rocked up who'd have a pretty big night, you'd think, and they're gacked out of their brain, parading around on the stage. They get up there, had a chili each. One of them ripped their shirt off. The other one started spewing. And then, quote from Levo, friend of the pod, 
One of them was given the arms waving neck chop thing <laughs> as if he was trying to say, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it oh, off. Oh, no worries, turn mate. Off. Turn it off. Oh, you know worries. What, the faucet of pain? Nah, mate. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. This is mass madness, you maniacs. Oh, mate, we've got to go. We have to go next time. this stinks of mint sports. We will be sponsoring this within the year. So shout out also to Gabby Del Castillo. She actually ended up winning it because our man Iron Guts ate 50 odd Carolina Reapers about half an hour before the final and was like, you know what? I've just set a world record. She can have it. I'm done. She's a gun. But how's this? She goes, I'm pretty stoked. Must be a surfer. I'm pretty stoked. I can't feel chilies, so I thought I might have a pretty good chance. Yeah, fair advantage. <laughs> Gab. Gabby. Gabby the gob. Direct quote from Iron Guts to Gabby the gob. She's the chili queen of Australia now. She can start climbing up from here, and that is bloody awesome. Oh, wow. Shout out to everyone there. It was one of the great spectacles, and I wish I'd seen it. Barlow, Iron Guts, is now competing for the world champs in New Zealand next month. And if he wins that, he's retiring. So we will keep our eye on that for everyone at home. That is amazing. Just a little little throw on the end there. I went to a chili festival once and three dogs died. I ate the chilies. Oh, no shit. (laughs) What happened? I mean, you just told me what happened, but what actually happened? (laughs) Kind of does what it says on the tin. Did the dogs have tongues? Were they tongueless? Was it a tongueless terrier competition? <laughs> well, he canned it. The three dogs died. Just a weird little Whoa. story for you. <laughs> have you ever had uh, eating comp or anything like that? I feel like I am I was born for eating comps. I feel like that is my freaking dream. Really? To be, I'd love to be in one. I reckon I could do sandwiches, cut the sandwiches into triangles, your theory. <laughs> yeah. only t- if you, the sandwiches are full, two pieces, you can only have two. Trestle table. That's those. how they measure it. How many trestle tables can you eat? But you've got to do it in the lunch break of cricket. Are we batting first? Sick. I'll bat 11, Skipper. I'm going for the record. Holy shit, I've eaten 22 loaves. That's what I'd be into, the triangle sandwiches. I could do it easy. I had a nugget off with uh, best friend of the pod, Casey. <laughs> Dunny. Yeah, we were going to do a nugget off. Well, we did a nugget off. Mm. We messed up in that we were going to get Macca's nuggets because I was like, mate, I could do 100 of these on my ear. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 let's do it. But I didn't organize it properly. And he came around. He's like, where's the nuggets? And this is before the days of Uber Eats where you could just get them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't do it. Well, there's a Coles down the road. So we went down the road and bought like bag after bag oh, of nuggets. And I started one. getting lazy and I burnt them. So they're like crunchy nuggets of coal oh. that we're dipping in this old tomato sauce. Oh. He was doing it in his sleep and I was <laughs> cool hand Luke walking around rubbing my guts. No good. I can eat 50 eggs. Nobody can eat 50 eggs. You just said he could eat anything. You ever eat 50 eggs? Nobody ever eat 50 eggs. Hey, Babalugas, we got a bet here. My boy says he can eat 50 eggs, he can eat 50 eggs. We actually shook hands. We had a gentleman's agreement on 69 nuggets each. 
and I was like dead to the world. Like I, I turned into a nugget, and, a and they're all burnt. Classic gentleman on sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, we could have gone one more or less, but we we're pretty classy blokes in our twenties. See you two getting sixty nine and laughing to each mate, other. Like. I went to our mate's thirtieth and sat in the corner in the fetal, and I spoke to him the next day. I go, "How are you, mate? I was just a rolling pustule of filth." He goes, "Yeah, no, nah, not too great. I mean, I had to go to a three course dinner with my in laws." Sorry, what, mate? <laughs> the idea of eating. Hey, little musings. Ah, another music from Mace, thinking thoughts. Ah, wouldn't you agree with him, Gunther? Ich liebe Grübelein. <laughs> Prost. Sixty nine. Why is yeah. it still funny? Like it's still, if someone uses it in a joke, it always gets a little giggle, doesn't it? Or is it? Do you think it's d- because of the fact that it's numerical? It's like other names for sexual positions exist: reverse cowgirl yeah. and all these like flamboyant things, like fucking I don't know the pirate or whatever. But <laughs> it, it's just weird. The pirate. Yeah, isn't that when you do something in their eye and kick them in the shins so they limp off holding it? Arr, isn't that? Oh. <laughs> it's missionary in the Maldives. You know, you're telling the story. <laughs> it's going to be a loose hour, this one. Can I just throw another uh, little music in I thought of? Please! <laughs> oh, what, you haven't prepared anything there? today? <laughs> <laughs> you just thought of it, have you? Shit, I've written all my stuff down. Ah, another music from Mace, thinking thoughts. Ah. Why don't they have hairdressers in airports? Huh. <laughs> Prost. Do you know what I mean? If you're waiting for a flight... 100%, I know what you mean. And the amount of money you'd make, and you, the names that you could get there with hair, air, the hair up there. Oh, yeah. Hairport. Hairport Hair- is number one. <laughs> for sure. Airport. Can I buzz the tower? No, you can get a buzz cut, though. <laughs> I get hairport. I always used to think that a hairdresser, and stick with me on this one, because that's actually not a bad business model. This one's just a loose one. Sonny's Musings. Brain dome activity. I always thought a really good idea would be to have... <laughs> I already regret saying really good idea. Oh, you're juicing my balls, <laughs> How about bro. I just always juicing, thought... No, 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 I'm soggy. not juicing balls. I'm not juicing balls. I'm not juicing balls. It's not a story. <laughs> Fuck, don't play the jingle. I'm not juicing balls. Fuck. Juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. Every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. Every day and every night. Oh my god, the story's fucking shitty. Oh my god, it's really, really boring. Oh my god, the story's fucking shitty. Oh my god, it's really, really boring. You just in my balls. You just in my balls. You just in my balls. Every day and every night. You just in my balls. You just in my balls. 
Get juice in my balls every day and every night. Get juice in my balls. Get juice in my balls. Get juice in my balls. What I say. Get juice in my balls. Get juice in my balls. Get juice in my balls every day and every night, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we do it on the West Coast. Real shitty, boring fucking stories, y'all. Yeah. Thug life. Okay, so at Meredith, like a music festival where it's at the top of that amphitheatre and one yes. stage, up the top there's yes. like a fish and chip shop and a dimmies thing and yes. then you can buy ice up there. Hairdressers where you look out over the stage and, Amazing. you know, you can call it like snips and hits or whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine halfway through the festival just like coming down and you've got a mohawk, coming down, you've got a mullet. You'd only have to do oh. eight-hour shifts if you were the hairdresser. You go up there, you have cans, you can watch the bands. Amazing. Deep cuts, deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah, exactly. Deep cuts. Tomorrow's disco funk band. I'm definitely getting a perm for sure. I'll go up to Snips and Hits for sure. And then next to it, the triangle sandwiches. We'll go to Bangers and Sangers and we're done. I'm definitely getting a perm. I'm definitely getting a perm. <laughs> I've never wanted one before and now I need one. Yeah, you're right though. You are right. It's so Don't good. you reckon that'd be a good gimmick? That'd be fun up there. Little haircut joint. Punk band coming out. I want to get involved. Yeah, you've got to get a mohawk. If you went there with hair, like long hair, you could definitely have like four or five transitions throughout the festival. It'd be mint. It'd go off. <laughs> That's mint. Deep yeah. cuts. The first cut is the deepest. <laughs> Baby, I know. <laughs> to football! <laughs> the first cut is the deepest. Baby, I know. The first cut is the deepest. Every week, I think, if someone tuned in for sport and got half an hour in, they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? This is going to go for two hours. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Sorry. The EPL and the Gooners get pumped, and the title is Man City to lose. Spurs sack interim manager Christian Stellini. Heard of him? Doesn't matter. He was in there for less than a month. (laughs) Hope he gets a payout. Okay, hell. And Chelsea's record under Frank Lampard continues to grow. That's now five games, one goal, zero points. Love it. Classic needs to realise he can't coach. Oh, my God. I think it's that time. Oh, my God. Have Great player. Good look. on you. But come on, mate. Not for you. Mate, I want to be a professional wrestler, but it's never going to happen. It's never wow. going to happen. Not with that attitude. The landlord was a new gimmick of mine. The landlord. The landlord. Time to pay the rent. Yeah. Bang. Off the top Time rope. Time to pay the rent. Bang. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Not bad, huh? Fuck, I'm not bad. Two, two seconds in. Not bad. Good choice. Quickly on Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel got them 10 points. At the start of the season. That is yep. now over 25% of their entire total point haul. And he was sacked in September. So if you take their results from then, they'd be in the relegation zone. Taking it to the corner. I did wow. some serious maths. So in the end, Tuchel saved them. He possibly could. If you yeah. took it from October to now, which is the vast majority of the season, they would be relegated. Oh, my God. And how good is that? That is insanity. Couldn't happen to a better club. Hello, and welcome to the art of choke. The art of choking with your host, Mikel Arteta. On my show called The Arsenal Chronicles, you will learn the simple five-minute way of making your team choke with a handy points lead and games in hand, of course, and throw it all down the gurgler. 
First, you cut the artichoke into five pieces, and then you lose and draw consecutive games against Minnow teams to give Man City like they needed a chance to win another title. You can also buy my book, Online Artichoke Dynasty, which gives you even more handy tips to Arsenal becoming a farsamal. Create favourite dishes like Draw at Southampton or the Xhaka, which will see your team only play with 10 men most games. I hope you enjoy everything I teach you, and I hope all my skills will help you and your team to your ultimate unsuccessfulness. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Arsenal. Tell you what's awesome, mate. An Ashes-style Anzac trophy has been unearthed. Mate. Did you see this? Wow. So, Love the it. case belonged to a soldier, Private William Fisher, Billy Fish boy. He then became a football administrator, and he had it during the Gallipoli landing of World War One. It's a tiny, delicate wooden trophy that was last seen in 1954. Inside the trophy is a small silver razor case that contains the ashes of cigars smoked by Australian wow. and New Zealand captains That's after they so both cool. met in 1923. So the teams so played cool. each other yeah. and then smoked a cigar each, the captains, and put them in a little box and said, let's play for it every year. And it went missing. It was seen in 1954 and it's just been unearthed. So what do you wow, reckon? Should we play New Zealand every year at Anzac Day like Socceroos? Oh, that's mean. For the Anzac Ashes? Like fucking hell. It's on. Why are we not doing that shit? In Gallipoli. Let's play them in Turkey. Yeah. Cigar ashes a bit is. Wish it was their pubes or something. They burnt them back. Sorry, and got them in there. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I mean, you're only saying what everyone's thinking, ashes. but what? <laughs> you wish it was their pubes. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, mate? I understand that Cigar if you got the transcript ashes. of the last forty-five minutes, you'd think the question "What the fuck are you talking about?" could apply to all of it. But what the fuck are you talking about? Their pubes. <laughs> All right, mate. Good game. Good game. Yeah, I could have gone to anyone. Um, all right, nothing left to it. But uh, hey, I've got this cigar box over here. What do you say we just rip out a big fistful of our pubes and chuck it in there for a bit of a keepsake? Maybe uh, generations to come could play for them. Yeah, we could just put the ash from the cigars. Yeah, ash from the cigars. Ash from the cigars. Sorry. Yeah. And then well, like you so bump into him, it's like, hey, did you run into Fisher? Yeah. Did he want you to like rip your pubes out? Yeah. What's with that? Was Fisher's pubes permed? He must have got him down at the airport before he got to the game. <laughs> no, he got him at Clips and Hits at Meredith. Little <laughs> All women should maintain some pubic hair. Are I don't care. Maintain? Like, no, 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 no. We'll maintain. <laughs> in a jar or take it out every now and then, comb it. Hey, I don't know actually just thinking about it if that's a good idea because the Kiwis might step up and we might lose because I remember being at Upton Park Years ago, when we smashed the Poms, the Socceroos won 3 1. Yeah. We were six rows back. One of the greatest nights ever, you know? Yeah. And Sven Guren Eriksson, the Swedish mad rooter and Monty Burns impersonator, he said he never would have organized that had he known there was a rivalry. (laughs) Fair research there, Spenstagram. Like, fucking doing. Unbelievable. Uh, Slight rivalry, mate. (laughs) 
That was one of the best. I took that. So they kept us in the stadium because they were worried about violence. Like the Poms didn't give a shit about violence for us. So we just sat in the stadium and we didn't have any songs. So we were singing like Vegemite, Vegemite, Vegemite. It was the lamest shit ever. (laughs) Aeroplane Jelly, that song was like getting resoundingly sung. It was unbelievable. Women's finals been run and won with Sydney FC finally getting hitched after being forced to don the puffy peach bridesmaid dress the last three years. <laughs> I feel like all bridesmaids' bad dresses are peach, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hey, sure. bit of amusing. Sunny's musings. Brain dome activity. I'm really getting into the specifics of colour palettes. I just think it adds a nice (laughs) touch of intrigue or class. Like, if you say, oh, I've got a purple car, I'd say, yeah, whatever. But if you get specific and go, mate, I'm actually driving a 79 Lavender Jag. It's like, whoa, hello. (laughs) You're mint. It does too. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a bad example, I guess, because 79 Jags is going to be much more mint than a purple car. But but it could be anything. Purple Jag sounds daggy. Yeah. Or like, I went in for a urine test and uh, guys, we've actually discovered some raspberry carmine mahogany streaks. (laughs) Oh, lovely. No, there's blood in your piss, mate. You're in trouble. (laughs) It's a side effect. You might die. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of red. Anyway. Finally in football, the A-League finals commence this Friday and no one is watching. To tennis and Casper Rude Dude remains fourth in the oh, world. The dude. Hey, we big Andrew Ely fans growing up. Yeah. We fans. Oh, yeah, mate, refuse to wear a shirt. Did you know that Andrew Ely, I don't know if we've spoken about this before, pre-game with, no. with, with a pair of scissors, he would, he would cut the top of his neck line on his shirt to, have to it make ready. it easier to rip off in case he thought he was going to win. Mad. Fact. Was he doing that at funerals and like when he's doing his taxes? Was he ripping the shirt off? Or oh, yeah, doing his taxes for like... sure. <laughs> Dale, you wouldn't believe the percentage I've got on me bass. <laughs> <laughs> he became a chartered accountant. Oh, hey, mate, you can claim those ripped shirts. <laughs> Today's scene, I think, would be a good opportunity for me to take my shirt off. To marathons now, and Aussie Madison Di Rosario wins the wheelchair London marathon by one second. A second mace. She is a gun. gun. Can you imagine competing in a marathon, 42 Ks of anguish, and losing on the line? One second. By a second. Oh, my God. That is a fever dream window into purgatory for me. That is a nightmare. I just ran. I went for a run before, and I ran, I'm telling you, three Ks, and that last few hundred meters I was seeing white. You hit the wall. Madison is going 42. Yeah, I know. I know. That's actually Madison's second London Marathon title, and she didn't resort to the use of a vehicle once. So, well done. Well, technically, she (laughs) did. Well, she kind of did. She had the aid of wheels, but, yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, just on that, (laughs) already regretting this, I noticed 
gets a lot of news outlets for stating she won in a sprint finish to the end. (laughs) Okay. Is that the correct terminology? Like, not being funny, but surely it's like more of a push finish. Just a thought. Hairdress is in airports. (laughs) Inductive joystick, dynamic braking, flip up arms, it's fully loaded. I put Stephen Hawking in one of these two months ago. He's loving it. It's the Rolls Royce of wheelchairs. This is like you're almost glad to be handicapped. Bit of feel-good news from the marathon. Talk to Over me. in London, bloke called Rob Campbell-Smith, mate. He's a 54-year-old with severe learning difficulties. And doctors feared, as a kid, he would never walk or talk. And he completed... The grueling 42k run in England's capital, Champion. which is pretty impressive. Legend. He was supported by his pal Penny Jarvis, who, by the way, is just a sprightly 72 years old. Wow. So he oh, took six incredible. hours and 22 minutes of running. Hardly smashing the clock there, Bobby, but yeah, you always want to leave room for improvement. The thing I love about this, Mace, apart from the obvious yeah. uplifting nature yeah. of sport, yeah. is that pal Penny ran it with him, and because Bobby yeah. Boy had never been to London... And they weren't exactly, you know, going at an incredible clip. She spent the entire run showing him all the tourist attractions. Amazing. It's pretty um, mint. That's brilliant. <sighs> There's Big Ben. <sighs> You've got a stitch. <laughs> Crossing the Thames. <sighs> Hitting the wall. <laughs> that's Buckingham Palace. All right, Dale, shut up. I think the great thing about marathon running is the stories they, that come out of I think it's the m- most storylined sport mm, that interesting. you can get. I wonder what that would be. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. marathons, because of the will you have to put in, Yep. and it's always those stories of people doing it for other people, It's that's the beauty yep. of that sport. It's a bit like those big events like Grand Finals and State of Origins and Marathon where it's like, yeah. I had a pretty good game. Yeah, you realise he played the last 20 minutes without a head? What? Yeah. Like, you, yeah, There's always <laughs> oh these insane injuries that you never know. <laughs> we got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off! To cricket! To cricket, baby! Longest episode ever. ever. For just the third time in Test history, a side's top four all score tons. Sri Lanka's first four batters all raised the bat during a thriller wow. minute contest at Gaul yeah, against traditional stat. rivals like Ireland. It's a good stat, but it's a shit game. And it's like, Isn't it? it's just batting <laughs> for five days. Imagine getting 150 and being the fourth best in the team. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, wow, on. how'd you go, mate? We all got tons. Oh, who are you playing? Oh, we we're playing Island on a road, and it was a draw. Yeah, okay. Call me when I need to tune in. Boring. Hey, Ashes Watch. <laughs> Ashes Watch. Ashes Watch. We are playing for an urn full of pubes, pubes, pubes. Ashes Watch. Boom, boom, boom. Winter of pubeless Steve's Ashes Watch. And Stuart Broad yeah. says the Ashes series that they played in Australia recently, which was four zip to us, quote, doesn't count due to COVID restrictions. Fuck off, you blonde-headed, tall, streaky, piss-looking, English twat, crumpet-eating, taxicab-driving, London-fucking-English, Kent-Cambridge dick-wank. Go lick my nuts, Stuart Broad. Go <laughs> lick my absolute... Oval, Trent Bridge, wherever, nuts. (laughs) Enough said. To weightlifting now. (laughs) Sorry, you dropped out there, mate. What were you saying? So Stuart Broad, that porcelain-faced cheating twerp, came out and said, quote, 
In my mind, I don't class that as the real ashes. Nothing about that series was high-level performance. Yeah, maybe not from you and your ten fucking douchebag mates. It wasn't high-level <laughs> performance because of <coughs> oh. COVID restrictions. Yeah, oh. certainly nothing high-level about your performance, you squib. The only thing that saved them from a whitewash was Sydney's predictably rancid New Year weather. I suppose it was COVID that bowled Rory Burns Get around him, his man. fucking legs first ball, was it? Was that right, Get Stuart? him, man. Was that it? Get him. Was Rory Burns bowled round his legs first ball and you capitulated within three days four times because of a cough disease? Get him, man. Christ. <laughs> Broad continues. <laughs> Quote. Uh, the training facilities, the travel, not being able to socialise. <laughs> what do you fucking mean not being able to socialise? You sit in your room and wank to your own image anyway, mate. Not being Kick able him. to socialise. Quote. I've written it off as a void series. What, you can just do that, can you? You can just alter history, can you? <laughs> I'm going to do that for everything. <laughs> Stuart, I'm not sure, but the old saying goes that history is inked by the winners. Absolutely. History tends to be obscured by the victors, not the oh. pathetically weak inbred punching bag poms. What the fuck oh, are you talking about? Yeah. Get him. Can you just do that in real life, Mace? Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm actually writing that relationship <laughs> off as void. Like, I'm a dud root and she's better off without me. But, you know, COVID. <laughs> it's void. like he's fired himself. No, nah, I didn't get fired. I just sacked myself. <laughs> it's void. I don't count it. I don't count it. Nothing about it was high-level oh, performance. Mate. By the way, I don't know again why it popped into my head that I'm a dud root. She's better off without me. COVID. Way too close <laughs> to home for my personal too. life. <laughs> You're emotional, I get it. <laughs> kind of the epitaph on the tombstone of 2021 for me. <laughs> Fuck you, Broad. Uh, the other thing is normally like you'd go, ah, whatever, pantomime villain, yeah, 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 bullshit, who cares? He's just pumping yeah, it up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it's the ashes. We don't need to pump this up. We don't need any fanfare or pantomime exactly. villainy. You're a twerp and we're going to smash you in your own backyard. Fuck exactly. Off. The pubes are in there. It's all been done. It's all been signed. Plan for the pubes. <laughs> I can't wait for a winter of Steve. I've got a good feeling, Mace. I've got a good feeling you and I are going to be up at midnight most nights just going, <laughs> Steve, he's done it again. The pubes are ours. That's right. The pubes are out, Steve. It's Steve time. Steve's pubes Steve. coming home. <laughs> Weirdest sentence ever. Steve's Steve. pubes are coming Steve's home. Steve's pubes are coming his home. Instagra- his Instagram. Hi. <laughs> This year I'll be taking my pubes to the Oval, Trent Bridge and Lords. I haven't blinked in a month. My captors are treating me well. Namaste, India. I've got some exciting news for you. I'm joining IPL 2023. Yes, that's right. I'm joining an exceptional and passionate team in India. To NRL now. There was a pitch invader on Anzac yeah. Day. Pitch invader on Anzac Day, a little bit scary for everyone out there. Tedesco said it's very dangerous. Security needs to be better, not allow people on. Now, I don't know if you remember, but last year a bloke ran on with a flare at Shark Park and just ran yeah. around with a flare. Not actual yeah. flares. That'd be a retro headline. He started doing that. The best in recent memory was actually former Canberra Raiders player Mark McClendon. He actually invaded the field in 2022 during the grand final. He ripped off the padding of the goalposts and attempted oh. to tie himself to it as a climate protest, which is pretty impressive. Jesus. Have you ever oh. have you ever pitch invaded or streaked? 
<laughs> Absolutely not. You're not much of a pitch invader? You look related to Peter Hall, so I reckon you've got it in you. I reckon you've had one or two for sure. <laughs> you know what's weird? I definitely have like little memories of literally jumping the fence or like running onto the field, but I can't sit down and tell you Remember anything from it. Anything after that. I just I go monk and just I'm on. <laughs> Maybe you got cleaned up and <laughs> you can never nah, remember. Mate. I'm like trying to catch smoke with a net. If I invade, I'm on. Actually, the worst attempted streak, and we will not get into it now, was when I was going to streak in London at the AFL game, the local one, and I got glory hold in the toilet and it spooked me. Story for another time. Story for another time. Well, to weightlifting now. <laughs> We were 20 minutes in, I'd speak for 20 minutes on it, but as it is, I'm already getting anxiety as to how this is going to get out this week. These new gays don't even know what the glory hole is. It's a hole in the wall the gay contractors built. You want to know why they put that hole in the wall? I'll tell you, there's no nice way to say it. Because when they want to have some fun, they will put their penises in that hole and hope for the best. I respect that shit. It's a lot of courage on both sides of that hole, nigga. I'm not even gay. And I want to try that glory hole out. Round zero could potentially be held in Las Vegas next year. Viva oh Las Vegas. What God. could possibly go wrong with rugby league players oh in Vegas, mate? God, idiots. It's like sending the Malat family on the Machu Picchu hike or something. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, it does. Okay, guys, your rainforest tour will be heading out by Ivan, and uh, he just wants to remind you that no one can hear you scream. Okay, great. Have at it. What is it, do you think, about Belangelo that makes it so notorious? Oh, I think it's simply the reputation that was given to it as a result of Ivan Milat and the backpackers being found there, uh, which means you could drive a car in and dump a body in a whole range of places in an area that it's unlikely to be found. Uh, makes it attractive if you're that way inclined. So an ideal place for a killer to dump a body? Absolutely. Ideal place. Charlie Staines <laughs> suffers a bowel perforation last week during his game. Staines by name, Staines by injury. Staines <laughs> mentioned to the trainers post-game he was feeling a little bit poorly before being rushed off in an ambulance with a bowel perforation. <laughs> Does that exist? What is that? I think that's some bloke bowel eating chilies got perforation. That. <laughs> he ripped his bowel. How do you get that, is that happening? What a fa- I think that's what a fart's called in like the eastern suburbs of Sydney. A bowel That's a record for us. That long to talk about a fart. Mate, <laughs> it is true. Now, apparently the Ambos asked if he was being serious. And he replied, mate, I literally cannot take the piss. I've got a bowel perforation. Zing. <laughs> Women's State of Origin venues are announced. There's going to be two games this year, which is great for the sport in Townsville and Sydney. Magic oh, round yeah. next week is great, but we're burying the oh, lead here, yeah. mate. Granddaddy Sheen's oh. toothless no more. After oh. nine long months of gestation, the Tigers popped out a baby of success and the drought, aptly broken in a pouring Bathurst downpour, incredibly came against the reigning premiers in Penrith. Unbelievable. Absolutely fantastic. I was at a Portuguese tennis club. People were crying. People whoa, whoa, were whoa, high What? Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you aware? A at Portuguese, a Portuguese tennis club. Tennis club. <laughs> if that's not a euphemism for a swingers party with only blokes, I don't know what is. Oh, uh, mate. 
Walking with a limp this week. Oh, had a bit of a Portuguese tennis club, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell are you doing? I'm half Portuguese. That doesn't exist. Name me one Portuguese tennis player. <laughs> and don't say Wayne Ferreira. He's South African. <laughs> a Portuguese Moyer? tennis club watching the Belmain. This is the worst game of Cluedo ever. I'll take uh, Granddaddy Sheens in the upset victory at a Portuguese tennis club. With the candlestick. Yeah, you win. I think it's an amalgamation of a tennis club. Oh, well, it clearly yep. is. Yeah, and Portuguese people. No, we got it. Makes they no want, they... sense. <laughs> it's really good, though. It's really mm. good. Like classic Portuguese food restaurant in a tennis club. Amazing. Amazing what are you doing steaks. There? You there for dinner? Portuguese steaks. Just met up with a mate and we just came in for one quick beer and out of nowhere we had the TV right in front of us and we couldn't Mid. leave until we saw those goddamn Tigers win. Sound on? Sound off. But Ooh, the sound was on in that in the in the club. The sound was on. There was people hugging, crying. Really? When they got up. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Hey, did you see the, the team song afterwards? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Incredible. Loved it. But you know what I noticed? And I know it's the way they sing the song, but it was hilarious because I was like, you know, doing the lame joke to myself, like, oh, I wonder if they remember the the words. Oh, they're going to pass out lyric sheets. <laughs> and the way they sing that team song is someone leads it like, who are we? Where are the Tigers? Who are we? And they repeat it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think this is how they sing it. It's just one bloke knows the lyrics. So he's oh, like, no. I'll lead it. Just repeat me. <laughs> Where are the Tigers? Oh, that's who we are. <laughs> Where are the target? They're all like kind of catching up as he says it. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's who we are. We're the target. One of them shazamming, one of them shazamming the song. <laughs> Comes up with like an 80s remix of Paul Sirenin just singing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame they weren't playing for a jar full of pubes. A jar full of Portuguese pubes. Into a new title. <laughs> And hey, mate, they say every journey starts with one step, so we look forward to the next drought. Marge, Marge, the rains are here. Only thing that pissed me off, you had the sound off, it's very low-hanging fruit to give shit to commentators because it is difficult to do it live. Like, it is a tough gig to do it day in, day out. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll rate it and we'll do it live! Some of the shit they come out with... Biggest pet hate ever, I've spoken about this a thousand times, is afterwards, never in my wildest dreams did I think this would happen. Have you had a dream before? You know what I dreamt about last night? (laughs) Talk to me. Some of the shit I was dreaming about last night, I'm shooting fucking Hitler with a velvet crossbow with things in my pooper. Like, (laughs) what do you mean never in your wildest dreams? You're a paid professional athlete. You wake up and train for this. Allow yourself the option to dream. Jesus. It's up there with literally... You know, oh, he's literally on fire out there. He's not. He's not. Never in my wildest dreams would he be literally on fire. Relax. I heard on Sunday Hodgie talk about Geelong and how he's, wait for it, quote, come full circle on them. He thought that was too old, but now he's come full circle. Hey, Hodgie, if you come full circle, you're back where you started. (laughs) You hate him again. Mate, I hated them. I thought they were too old. And now I just think they're really experienced. I've come full circle. Nah, mate. Crescent Moon, you've gone 180. You've gone half a circle. <laughs> so Fuck it up. Great oh, music. Great music. No, no, it's not. Actually, bugger it. If I hear that ear cancerous, kitty interviewing, twerp, Hamish, brother of Hurry Up and Leave, Polo oh Boy, McLaughlin, God. say a player has, quote, 
run out of petrol tickets one more time, <laughs> I'll spew up. Literally, I'll spew up. Petrol tickets. What the fuck are petrol tickets, Mace? <laughs> Did they ever exist? Oh, he's pretty tired. He's run out of petrol tickets. What? Does he mean cash? Like hard currency, perhaps. Who's using tickets for petrol? It's not a chook raffle. Are they in short supply, are they? Oh, man, I've run out of petrol tickets. Oh, have you? Fuck, how are you going to drive this week? They don't exist. Fuck. Oh, sorry. We're off the rails, man. I love it. This is a two-parter. It's a two-parter. What did we learn, Sonny? Jeez, I, t- I hope someone's got a long country drive. There's no way anyone's listened to this. <laughs> There's no way. No way. International flights only. And they're only going to do it with a <laughs> slick haircut. That's what I've learned. <laughs> the hair up there. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. please. Mace, I love you and I need you to stay mint. I love you. Stay mint, Sonny. idea airport hairdresser really Mate, good if you're early if you're early you just yeah, like yeah get a snip i'll get a car and it would reduce your anxiety if you felt crisp flights delayed oh yeah flights delayed we'll go get a perm but you know yeah. if you you wouldn't want to have you, you'd want to make sure they're really good at doing that like talcum powder whisk thing oh. on your neck you wouldn't want 14 hours to jabai with a bit of prickles on your neck <laughs> with a bit of prickle it's always there it always gets in. How many like terrorists or something would be like, ah, uh, just a shave, thanks. <laughs> I did something pretty nasty on the last leg. <laughs> Can you make me look like a different person? Uh, okay, we got another one. Maybe that's it. We got a fucking... No, it's nothing to do with the fact that it's just littered with really <laughs> sharp blades. Like, I'm sure they're not allowed to have lots of sharp objects in there. Mockbell styles. That's what Mockbell had. That's what he yeah. won at the Greek airport. It's like you go through airport security and they confiscate a, like a fucking pair of nail clippers and you walk in and go, yeah, g'day, mate, just a razor cut, thanks. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work, guys. And can you look over there while I pocket your scissors and go onto an international flight? Uh, apart from that, I love it. I love it.